Corey Hogger, how you doing, yeah. sir? Yeah. Oh, I'm doing things, and that's most important. That's what people care more about, right? What are you doing, not how are you doing it? It's It's both. It's both. It's both. You know, they they fucking go hand in hand with each other Hmm. for sure, dude. No, man, I'm all right. How you been? I'm doing all right. You know, it's been raining the last fucking, what, five, six days? Just raining. Just raining. It's cool. I like the rain, though, you know? It gives you a different sort of like, you know, the elements that you need to fucking be around to be a normal human being, you know? You gotta hmm. experience that shit. That is fair. I did move to LA to avoid that shit, but yeah, I can appreciate the necessity of all the different elements. Like, I don't know. I can appreciate rain mostly because it's not snow. That's most important. As long as it's above freezing, any precipitation is fine. Uh, (laughs) I just keep thinking of the Stain song, Epiphany, where it's always raining in my head. So I can empathize with this. This Is that one of the lyrics? This is my mind state. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Stained? (laughs) Yeah. What's it? Aaron Lewis? Fucking... Cause I'm on the outside. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah. I like that. I like Stain, dude. Yeah, Stain's man. cool, dude. I listen to a lot of fucking music. Thanks for doing this podcast with me, brother. Oh, thanks for having me, sir. Very nice to meet you. I know you're one of those new guys that came around the fucking haha. You know, just kind of recently. <laughs> yeah, I just shambled in there one hot summer day. Like all of us, though. Mm-hmm. You know. One hot summer day, and now you're still there, and it's raining outside, just fucking pouring, dude. Yeah, we're just lost in the vortex. <laughs> <laughs> the vortex is like something I would go through when I'm like on way too many mushrooms, dude, in a room full of black lights or some shit like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, black lights and strobe lights freak me. I had a friend who had, like, without even doing mushrooms, he just had me in his place. He had, like, black lights and strobe lights. And he was listening to Rammstein, just like <laughs> aggressively getting into it, like doing the do, dance moves do in us, front of me and shit. Do us, Mish. Yeah. Dude, every time I've always felt like, I don't know, I've taken mushrooms in weird spots where I'm like, I'm going to take mushrooms and be like in my parents' house for like the next eight hours, but it's cool because they had a pretty cool house. But it was always like, like walking really quietly around where they sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, as soon as I can get to the free areas, dude, and it's just like fucking stomping, dude. <laughs> so you, and then, yep. like, and then, like, as soon as you can get to the free areas, then you're pretty much just sneaking out and doing whatever the fuck, dude. Yeah, man. It was great. It was <laughs> fucking great, dude. I've, I don't know. I've always loved mushrooms, um, except <laughs> for the parts when you're like, when you take mushrooms, terrible. They say it's like rotten feet, dude. They taste well, like rotten fucking yeah, feet. It and then literally like, so, comes from cow shit. You yeah, know exactly, I mean? right? <laughs> what, I mean, what else are you going to do? And everybody's like, oh, well, we did this thing where we took peanut butter, honey, and chocolate and made these little drops. And then somebody's, somebody else has come up to me. They're like, well, what we did was we took the mushrooms, put them in gel caps where you take about like eight, ten of them, you know? And then the very first though experience was fucking... Uh, one of my one of my brother's buddies, he's like, "What you got to do is you got to take them and you got to crush them up, crush them up, and then put them into a cup, and then you fill them up with orange juice and you just chug that shit, dude." So it's like double entendre of ultra fucking nastiness, dude. It's like you're drinking 
You know when you go up to a shitty pond and you see that shit coming up to the fucking shore of the pond that's all frothy and foamy and you're mm, like, dude. Yeah. Like, water's good. I like water and it makes me thirsty. But, you know, that looks gross. That's exactly what mushrooms with the fucking That is juice. accurate. <laughs> dude. <laughs> They are like nasty, rotten feet, dude. Yeah, I never understood. I guess it has to be something with the chemicals in it, but everyone's like, oh, yeah, orange juice and mushrooms. Like, they're two very distinctly fucking strong <laughs> yeah. uh, sensations. Very different, but very fucking strong. I like how I like oh, how a lot of people together. I like how a lot of people though too when they're like trying to like sell you on something they're like oh it's Molly and here's what you got to do or blah mm-hmm. blah blah right and it's like oh it's mushrooms you got to take vitamin C and it opens up your blood vessels and <laughs> yeah. allows the psilocybin to travel through your blood vessels a lot more you're like what <laughs> yeah like i don't care it's probably you're not gonna know the difference either way like it's still gonna go through you as no long matter as you get what. all of them in your system all of them mm-hmm. and then wash it down with all of the orange juice all of the mm-hmm. orange juice dude yeah how old were you the first time you ever took mushrooms honestly i only ever t- took them once i just took them a few months ago uh, maybe like two months ago really yeah and how old are you 31 31 yeah man Damn, dude. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I was never really around drugs like that when I was younger. And also, like, I don't like my mind that much. I don't like how everything goes on in there. And then taking something like a hallucinogen where it actively makes different shit appear to you freaked me the fuck out. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that to myself. So I, you weren't a fan? No, nah, I was just not interested, huh. sketched out by it. Interesting. Like the only the only times I've never liked them was fucking yeah right when you take them they're disgusting, and then maybe like the time right before you know you're about to start tripping balls you know like you can, mm-hmm. you can feel it creeping up on you just fucking like yeah. looming darkness through the fucking valley and shit dude stem. like everything the light touches is our kingdom and you just see the darkness from Fern Gully just fucking putting that mm-hmm. shit all over that. Dude, and then the last part that I don't like is fucking uh, when you're coming down. Your fart smells terrible. <laughs> and, and then, like, trying to sleep is the worst thing ever. Like, trying to sleep, I don't know. That's one of those things I've never really fucking dug about. Dude, that was actually my favorite part. It's like I didn't do a whole lot. Again, like, I fucking waded into it, dipped my toes into it, just took little bit by little bit. Yeah. But by the end of the night, I like I ended up enjoying my time during it because, like, everything just got a little bit wavy. I was like, I found out that I'd overanalyzed myself to the point where I was like, oh, I've already had all the weird thoughts that would happen from the mushroom <laughs> trip. Just like, this is just Yeah, this is just more of my stream of conscious. And that's... Fine, but when I ended up going to sleep, I took more, and I was just laying there all super comfortable. That was a, one of the more comfortable sleeps I've ever had, actually. That's interesting. You took more before you fell asleep? Yeah. And that's kind of crazy. You, like, fell into a sleep when you're, like, about to start tripping. Did you wake up and you were tripping at all? No. No, no? but when I was going to sleep, I'd cocoon myself, basically. Like, oh, I was all man. mummified in there and shit. All I want to do is just feel warm right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just weighted down by blankets and gravity. How much do you think you took that it. night? Hmm? How many you think that, how much do you think you took that night? Uh two or three caps, I think. Yeah? Yeah. So you didn't really have an like estimated like, oh, an eighth or a quarter or Yeah, I nah. <laughs> just grabbed a little bit here and there. That's interesting. 
That's probably the one of the safe ways to do it, dude. I've dosed myself, and like the max that I've gotten to was like a like probably a quarter and a half. So like fucking two eighths and a half. So yeah. that's fucking ten and a half grams of mushrooms, dude. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. I don't know. My my thing is like I don't know. When it comes down to shit like that, I've always tried to push myself. Yeah, like that wasn't the first time that I've ever done mushrooms, you know. But it was like. That, One of the like that. fifth or sixth times, and I'm like, oh, let's I got see this. how far we could fucking take this. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Probably not that far, dude. I saw a fucking cloud people and walking in the clouds, and I'm like laying in the middle of a fucking sprinkler system going on, dude. Mm-hmm. Thank God it was summer. Mm-hmm. That was the best mm-hmm. part. It was summer, and I didn't really catch it and shit. But I'm just getting soaked and not paying attention to the sprinklers going on. Looking at the cloud people like walking back and forth. And then they start handing me a fucking mug full of beer. They're like, here, drink this. I'm like, what? Cool. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's what I knew. I was kind of way too fucked up. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to go, like grab a mug from people in the club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> other people seeing it might take you out of the moment. Oh, shit. I'm on mushrooms. I'm just a dude on mushrooms in the middle of a crowd. It's weird how nature interacts with, with that kind of, you know hallucinating like nature kind of has like a part in that you've always wondered like indians fucking who you know whoever discovered fucking eating mushrooms and was like that's a fucking crazy thing mm-hmm. but then like in oregon right now they're trying to make uh psilocybin mushrooms illegal for more like a de- like depression sure you know yeah and that's one of those things though too i can kind of i can bear with because i've i've dealt with depression for sure Going to like comedy clubs, I'm sure everybody in that room's dealt with depression. You know? Yeah. Like Yeah, you go through the five stages in a comedy open mic for sure. For sure, dude. By the end of it, everyone just accepts it. Like that happened and we survived it. And I guess Together, we just though. move on to another. Together. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's kind of one of those things, though. It's like an appreciative factor of like you start learning who everybody is. Doing stand up comedy, mm-hmm. you know? Like yeah. people have asked me, they're always like, "Who are your favorite comics?" I'm like, "Dude, as long as they're not fake and as long as they're not boring, you know." Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I like everybody, dude. Yeah, you know, because it like there's either there's gonna be those spots to where like you're interesting or to where you're just listening. It's like listening to a dial tone, mm-hmm. you know. But it's also somebody like, and I've done it too for sure. To where you're like, okay, how many? How much time do I have left? And you're just trying to drag it on through, you know? Oh, yeah. I've <laughs> spent many minutes just waiting for a light to pull me off of the stage. <laughs> just like, oh, I really wish I hadn't signed up for this, but I did, and I'm just going to endure it until I'm done. It's all about learning, though. Yep. You know? It's all about learning. It's, it's all a gym, builds. dude. It's a gym, you know? That's how I look at it. That's how I look at, like, the haha. It's a gym, for sure. Yeah. You know, going to these other spots, they're all gyms. Mm-hmm. It's just... I'm a, not... A, like, you can't expect anything from anybody. Like, who's going to come in there? Blah, blah, blah. Blank. Celeb. Fucking blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know? Yeah, mostly what I find, an open mic is basically a comedian studio time. It's you going into the dark room to get all the thoughts out. And you're like... 
you're in the middle of the creative process, so you're still building everything, but you're just flailing things out, waiting for other people to validate it. And you're just like, oh, like like your producer is just the audience. But the <laughs> difference, the difference though, between performing in front of a bunch of comedians and a bunch of like uh, actual people that are there to see a comedy show, big difference, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Because it's like while like you go to open mics and it's like yeah watching everybody just wail on guitars and you know just fucking a lot of people are dope dude yeah but it's also then you know just learning the whole aspects of that like learning how to go up and control a stage learning how to go up and hold a microphone mm-hmm. learning how to go up there and just stand on the stage like just little teeny tiny aspects of like making yourself better and better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all it's weird because comedy is so unique and individualized. Like, it's very individualized. The whole point of it is to be unique. So, just building on the foundation of who you are is something that I enjoy a lot because it, it essentially is only you. Like, everything else, there's an extra platform involved with it. It's either other people on stage with you that you're working around or instruments that you're tuning in rhythm with other people. Comedy is the only thing. Like, stand-up comedy is the only thing where it's just you. It's you, You're the sole focus of it, so everything encompasses, and you have to be more aware of what you're doing than in every other thing because... The best part about it, though, is that even when you fail, there's still chances for it to be successful because comedy is either tragedy or failure. You know what I mean? It's either what you're... Bittersweet. It's all bittersweet. <laughs> yeah. You know? Can you take the bitter with the sweet? Can you yeah. take the sweet with the bitter? For sure. But uh, I like... Lost my train of thought, mostly. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. Ah, you're good. <laughs> you were saying like comedy is like, yeah, it's like taking, you know, it's like every... like the tragedy and the comedy and for sure but there's also what i've noticed too is there's also the work that goes behind it you know and uh like that's kind of the next part of like being an open micer is the work that goes behind it like actually writing and fucking Mm -hmm. finding and building time so you can you know yeah and then networking is another factor but then there's all these other factors but just making yourself a confident comedian is one of those things that feels like an oxymoronic statement. It totally yeah. can be, and it is, sort of, but it's not, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, it is, and it's not. It's like a fisherman that goes out, and he's been fishing for 20 years, but also, like, one day he comes back with nothing. Yeah. You know? Yep. It, it all depends on the seas. Everything. And the stage is different every single time. And it should be, though. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the fluctuation the functionality that you gotta kind of go through like i don't know that's that's worth it though that's one of those reasons why like sometimes i'm just like "Eh, i don't want to go to the same spots i'm gonna go to weird like bar shows and fucking you know yeah that's fair just to get the weird fucking vibe out because it's like you're performing in front of other people Mm -hmm. just it's a different type of crowd too because if you do it in the same spots, you get used to the type of crowd that'll end up being there. Like, it won't be the same crowd, but in general, the same type of people end up frequenting the same types of places. So if you go from a comedy club to a bar, like a dive bar, then you're going to get an entirely different aura of the crowd. Like, a, a, a different feel from what these people are going to respond to. And 
in general, yeah, those are the building blocks. That's the most important thing, mostly, is the variety of shows. Because you have to be prepared for everything. Every kind of scenario can and probably will happen in a comedy stage. Because it that's the blessing and curse of it, I guess. Like, it's the... It's uh, so free, like, and there's no real expectations, but there's expectations of laughter, and that's so subjective that every single time is different. And it's exciting and also terrifying, and that's why people say it's the hardest thing in the world. It's not that it's, like, the most daunting, but it's just so unassumingly invariable, like... Do you think it, it's do so you, simple, but do you think the it, do you, most complicated? Do you think it has to do with like people just being completely honest with themselves, though? Too. Yeah, there's that. There's but then there's also like people being like way too honest with themselves to where they, you know, it's like some shit you shouldn't say on stage. Mm. There, there's probably some shit you shouldn't say on stage. Yeah. Yeah, that the art of stand up is presenting the information you want to say in a way that gets people to respond with laughter. Now, you can say the things that you want, but people won't always respond with laughter, especially if you don't have a punchline. You got to subvert the thing that they're expecting. If you just say the thing that people are expecting, they're going to be or like, you say oh, this is a shit. fun TED Talk. What are we doing, though? Or you just then it's if it's nothing like informational, like at least if you can fucking grab them like with some something that's like, you know, a little like truthful, informational but, and fucking. Mm. Yeah. And then you're missing all the laughter. But then people are like, oh, I would just. You keep talking about mm-hmm. fucking code yeah. or some shit, you know? Well, but then yeah. there's like the lines to where it's like, oh, this is just a drunk person <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking rambling. That's that's one of those big kickers, though, too. I don't know. I've been hosting that uh, haha open mic for fucking, I don't know, 75 years now. I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't, this, <laughs> I don't, I actually don't know. I think since maybe last. Summer, whatever. It's cool. It's made me a better comic for sure. Like I've got, I've taken advantage of that. It was an opportunity. I took advantage of the opportunity. You know, I'm not going to like grasp way too much more than I should from it. Cause there's really not too much. I can just learning, learning, meeting people, networking, listening. Listening was one of those big things, you know, mm-hmm. Just even listening, listening is one of those things that makes you a good com- like comic because it's like yeah. comic communicator, kind of like work hand in hand with each other, you know. Yeah. So it's like listening, not just somebody that's just oh, there's all my blatant thoughts and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah, and oh, by the way, I'm fucking right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then with a fucking smashing ego to follow through, and you're like, oh. Yeah, no. I like saying the things that I intend on saying, and then you wait for how people react, and then you're like, oh, that I'm an idiot for that, or whatever. If they don't like it, then they're right. Oh, at the end of the day, the audience is always right, to an extent. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like one of those concepts of, like, if you're running a business, like, the the fucking customer is always right, but... Like, even if you know in your heart that they're wrong, they're always right. It's like kind of an eye, like, contradictive, ironic thing. Yeah? Yeah. You think? Yeah. Uh, 
Corey's over there finger fucking his phone. I am. Sorry. Yeah, he caught me. <laughs> Finally caught me. I'm sorry. I'm just finishing. It's all good, brother. It's all good. Fucking. It's all good, dude. For your six months, dude, you're fucking making progress. <laughs> That's you know? what people say. That's a fun thing to hear. You're getting better. Then what? <laughs> Where? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, don't expect when people yeah. get when you give like people give you praise. Like you think everybody's gonna start throwing you fucking <laughs> barrels of meat and roses and money and cash and shit. I could take meat. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me some dried foods. Just some meat, you know. <laughs> Some on jerky a, on and a trail ham hock, mix. dude. Just a ham oh, hock. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> a deep fried turkey leg. <laughs> yeah, it's like can't expect too much. I know there's a lot of pe- there's there's a lot of people that talk sh- that like talk shit a lot about a lot of people too. They're like, oh, they're not very funny and blah 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 blah. And then you see them perform like trying to go out and call fucking other people out. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> first of all. I don't know why you're going out of your way and you're trying to talk shit about these people. Mm. But uh, they, some of them do the work, though, dude. Yeah, yeah. Some of them have better resources than, you know, others. You know? Yeah. For sure. And that's just kind of how the shit works out. Um, yeah, but- in general, I, yeah, definitely, I don't hate on anybody. I There's personalities that I'm not a fan of, even in comedy. That definitely was- mine, for sure. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, no, man, you're good. You're good. You try like the opposite side of the spectrum of confidence is me, and I can appreciate that. But uh, <laughs> but in general, like in dealing with comedians, like I get it. I appreciate anyone who's willing to go out there and try to make a connection with people to get them to laugh. I think comedy is a good thing. It's a positive impact in a negative. Environment like ooh, that's that's a good point. It can it can be placed like that because people want to be so sensitive and shit about that, and they're like, "Yo, tell me jokes." Like, what do you think? I got all these jokes from like a Scholastic book fucking order. Remember that shit mm-hmm. growing up in fucking school? I used to get all those books, fucking joke book, fucking ugh, fucking school. Like, I never was a comedian back then, or so I heard or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm talking so about, though, right? Like, yeah, dude. Scholastic I, book orders and shit. Yeah. You ever get those? Okay, cool. So as long as we can relate to that, then I'm like, I'm yeah, a relatable like, comic. You have like a book fair. They're the like, no, we only and... did this on the West Coast. The yeah. other, the Mid Coast was the uh, the uh, Scholastic or Elastic or no, I don't know. <laughs> elastic Scholastic. Elastic. The Elastic book order. <laughs> Fucking here you go, bro. Oh, that's mighty kind, good sir. Well, yeah, there's plenty of fucking, plenty of that good, good go around. Mm-hmm. We're living in Los Angeles, baby. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just try to be, the best thing I like is, uh, I like being myself. That's fucking, that's key to me, you know? Yeah. Key. I like, I've used, I, I can understand how people use stand-up as like a therapeutic tool, but to where it goes too far, to where it's like, oh, it's making ruckus in the whole stand-up community. Like, like we're a whole body, and there's also antibodies that kick the fucking shitty bodies out, you know? <coughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Alt-comedy is a thing that's rising. I'm still- I don't even know what alt means. Alt, like, alt, it's like, 
it's like somebody trying to label music and they're like alternative contemporary rock. You're yeah. like, what does that sure. mean? <laughs> alternative Nothing. to what? Like the other rock that was actually regular all, rock that all, people all, that enjoyed. was actually all like adult contemporary. You're like, what does contemporary mean? You're like, mm-hmm. well, it's sort of that thing. I'm like, dude, I like some of these artists, mm-hmm. but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that never really fucking rolled like roll. I don't know, rolled through my head. So alt comedy, would you say like? Who would you say would be like an alt comedian? Am I an alt comedian? No. <laughs> um, I don't know. Callahan. Do you think he is though? Yeah. Not really though. He's just like, not really. Well, like, okay, he, like. He, he's straightforward though. He doesn't like walk on any weird lines or anything. He's so, straightforward though. What I think of as alt comedy is something like Dimitri Martin. You know what I mean? Like, you go there expecting a comedy show and he's pulling out charts and having these weird thoughts, drawing diagrams, playing a guitar. Like it's just a different experience that doesn't have the same premise set up. So would you say like guys like to uh, would you say like guys like uh like Gallagher and fucking um uh Caratop and who else are other guys that would do shit like that? Um smashing stuff. I think those are the only two guys with like props and stuff that Yeah. I could bring up. Yeah, they. I'm, I'm probably. Much... I know. I like a good or no. Jeff Dunham's more of a ventriloquist. Like you can't. But then you could what yeah. bring him into and be yeah. like, oh, he's all all comedy and ventriloquist because of the stuff he talks about. But then the way he, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. It would be cool to kind of see one of those guys like Jeff. I want to see like one of those dudes probably do a sad like. Jeff Dunham shows up at the comedy store or some shit like that, you know, and does a set. He could do it. I bet yeah. you. He, no, I, I sure guarantee you. I guarantee you, he'd do it, dude. I guarantee you because he's all those voices that he writes for. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not. One, I bet you he he could probably drop the puppets and fucking do a fucking bit for. He could go up there for fifteen seconds and fucking. Well, he does. He does open up his sets with like a himself. bit of stand up. Yeah, man. Um. Because, yeah, at the end of the day, you're right. It is just all him doing it. So he can throw the voices or not. Like, <laughs> I appreciate Ventrilo because I appreciate all those people who are finding other ways to bring, like, inanimate objects or anything into the thing. <laughs> if you can give life to like a mankind fucking puppet, from WWF, he brings a sock, sock puppet in. Hey, like, how, where's that sock coming from? I don't know, but you're a wrestler. You're about to take it in the mouth. Maybe it's the same sock that's been in the other mouths of other wrestlers. You're like, oh, this is so gross. Yeah, but also endeared by millions. You know what I mean? Like, people <laughs> fucking loved that sock. <laughs> that's yeah. so true, dude. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as the sock comes out, you know you fucked mm-hmm. up, dog. You fucked up. He's about to shove that shit in your fucking, what? He, like, shove it underneath your tongue, right? I think that was the thing. Yep. Yeah, I think the, he did, was, like, I think it was he the did, mandible claw, bro. Right? Oh, did he change? I'm sure he changed the name of it. Uh, I think you're right. It was some shit like that. Socko! Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. That's so fucking crazy. Dude, dude, that got him a tag team with The Rock, and they had the Rock and Sock connection. You know oh. what I mean? It, that sock got him far. <laughs> That's so fucking gross. <laughs> He's just like, yo, you know where this sock's been? Stone Cold Steve Austin mouth. Jason, Jake the Snake's mouth. Fucking, and I haven't watched uh, it one not, day. Not Jake the Snake. 
I was super. I was super into wrestling when I was a kid. Like, uh, because it was awesome. You you shutting me down with the fucking history, huh? Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. I'll take it for sure. The fucking no, uh, man. We live in a Google society now. People fact checking. I don't feel like getting fucking. Oh, you know, some random person will see this and will also acknowledge that I'm acknowledging this, and it'll be weird. I don't like, understand wow. the internet anymore. I don't think it's just another community. Yeah, it's like people that like like all lay on their backs in bed or on their couches and want to hang out still. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I but mean, talk yeah. about not wanting to hang out at all. Yeah. I've been a silent observer to hours of podcasts myself. You know what I mean? I've been among there. And it's Who's nice. your favorite I, podcast? Who's my favorite? Probably Rogan, I guess. It's three hours. He gets a lot of different people in there. It's varying perspectives. He gets the so, best people in there. Well, it, they, it's because he has, like, a thorough, in-depth, just off-the-cuff conversation. Like, it's conversational enough to keep them engaged and present in the moment, but he's aware enough that he's broadcasting to people, that he keeps questions coming and keeps beats going that he knows people want to talk about. And that's what this is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a more free-form radio show essentially it's supposed to be a conversation yeah and that's cool i think i agree with you dude he's got the best one because he's like the middleman for like cool people yeah that like you know dude he admits he's just like dude i'm a guy that works out a lot i got lucky yeah. you know he's like i work out a lot i got lucky i'm a comedian i have the best life ever dude but he's like the middleman for like the normal guys mm-hmm. you know and he brings like fucking tomorrow i guess he's got like mike tyson on his show he brings fucking all these fucking crazy people. Elon Musk brings the, great comedians yeah. on there. Theo Vaughn, Crystalia, you know, fucking. As with many people, we're all still waiting on that Kanye one, but that's still apparently coming now. Joe Rogan's going to talk with Kanye West come, yeah. for hours. It'll it'll come. It'll I, happen. There's no way Kanye doesn't storm out of that. No, just, <laughs> I don't think um, I don't think Joe Rogan's got it in him to let him do that. I don't know. He, he turned probably... on Sway, dude, for like no reason. Then Sway is the best. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe, answer, maybe, Sway. maybe it's because maybe it's because Kanye is just a little more. He's just irrational himself. You know, like he's just a, maybe. I mean, I can't answer for the guy because I don't know the guy. But maybe mm-hmm. he's one of those dudes that's like, fucking what? You're married to one of the chicks that every girl in the world wants to look like, or some shit. You know, <laughs> and then also it's like. You're making all this music, and everybody wants to be a producer like you for all these other producers and all these other like rap musicians. And it's like one of those things like you can't really comprehend what's going through a mind like that. It does. It's it's like he's got one of those lives that it's not a normal person's life anymore. You know, like he's so far past having a normal person's life. <laughs> yeah, and of I'm sure. Course. I'm sure. Like I'm sure. That's one of those things that he probably thinks about, though, too. Sometimes it'll be like brushing his teeth and just like looking in the mirror. He's like, dude, I remember that fucking day that I woke up and it was like right before I had a shit ton of money. Like right before I had a shit ton of money. And I felt like it was cool because I was like struggling to where it was like working. And now everything just jumps into me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like those people don't. But it also like what we're doing, though, too. Right. Doing stand up comedy. Fucking mm-hmm. 
Well, think about it, though, too. Like, it's crazy to want to achieve what we want to achieve, though. It's, cra- it's crazy to an extent, you know, but it also takes crazy people to do crazy things. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I get they say most geniuses are on, like, a spectrum. Like, uh, it's a real fine line between genius and insanity, something like that. Where, like, yeah, the but creative who, mind. Who, who says that? Like, people that have never achieved that, people who've been on the cusp of that. But it's also, I, it's one of those things, it's like people that want to be like a skydiver or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's my fucking, that's one of my biggest fears is skydiving. You, have you ever, you done no, that? I'm never no? going to skydive. That's absurd. <laughs> that's my last fear of all the fears, dude. Yeah. Like, like I'm not, I'm not gonna walk around and be scared of bears. Like, if I'm in the middle of the forest, like, oh, there's bears here, and I gotta be scared all the time. I'll be aware of them. Hmm. If I see a bear, yeah, I get scared. That moment, oh, fuck, it kills me. You know, I get freaked out by bees. <laughs> no matter Are you allergic what, allergic to them? I don't think so. But like, I got stung when I was like two or three, and you didn't like it, and yeah, you remember man, not liking it. Yeah, yeah, dude, dude, my biggest one was the. Fucking yellow jackets, dude. Yellow jackets, for those of you who are listening, yellow jackets are not like bees. They're those ones that have the black and the yellow, and then they just fucking sting you and sting you and sting you mm-hmm. because they just feel like it's fun. No, yeah. you know, like bees sting you and then they fucking leave the stinger and they go die. Yeah. Yellow jackets, bam, 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 bam. Yo, uh, yeah, I don't. Like my least favorite, uh, both because it's a shit animal and it has a shit name, the wasp. I just SP sounds are the worst, no matter what. <laughs> but a wasp is just a gnarly little piece of shit. And when I was in Japan, because uh, I spent Even time the word in Japan, grasp. <laughs> yeah, have you ever grasped Grasp. it onto a wasp's? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah, a fucking. I spent time in Japan, and over there they have what they call a giant red hornet. I think, and legit- the one that kills spiders and shit. Is that what it is? Yeah, because they were legitimately like fucking this big, and I got confronted with one. Like, I had to. So like I have to say, confronted like a by bird? one. Oh, yeah, essentially, yeah, but also with the giant fucking stinger and uh, scales, because it's an insect, not a bird. Scales, <laughs> like half uh, half no. insect, half lizard. Nah, but nah. no, uh, <laughs> just it's just it's mostly just a really giant fucking hornet, and that scared the shit out of me. And I had to be around it for a while. And I did see a fucking hornet uh, fight a spider in real life once. That's that I fucking. Just remember that. That's funny. A hornet fighting a spider? Yeah. There, there was one at a shack because essentially, uh, I guess I'm just going to broadcast to people now. I was in the military. I was in the Air Force, security forces, which means I mostly sat in boxes. Like what you were doing you securing your thing, places. Man. When I was in Korea, they... Uh, there was a dude who had a post, and there was a spider web there, and there was fucking a hornet stuck in there. And then I, we just, he called us all over there. We all sat around and just watched them go at it for 
like 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> then, you're sick, Corey. You are fucking sick. No, I'm an observer. I yeah, was not a observer, part of it. I wasn't, I've seen the same <laughs> thing. I wasn't jerking off and coming on it to see if it would make it harder for him. I wasn't it was seeing like, hold on, extra hold on. obstacles let me, let me, would Let me incur. eat some of this juice, too, and then fucking, like, kill this fucking... Ah, dude, <laughs> what the fuck, Corey? No, like, dude, I used to... Uh, I used to have this gig working as a Kirby vacuum cleaner salesman. And, uh, dude, door to door trying to sell $3,000 vacuum cleaners. Mm-hmm. Right. And we, uh, we got the fucking, the assignment to go down because they were trying to spread the, the whole fucking company from Reno down to like Vegas. It was already Kirby vacuum cleaner, but they wanted to have their own down there. Right. So we got the assignment to kind of like move in quick and move on like the outskirts. So we fucking jump into Pahrump. You know where mm-hmm. Pahrump is? Pahrump is on the outskirts of Vegas. Okay. Like on the out, outskirts of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Pahrump is like the same sound that Vegas makes when it farts, dude. Yeah. Just fucking Pahrump. You know? <laughs> and so it's like these fucking... Uh, dude, it's like these mobile homes and they're spread within each other. The distance is like... Oh, man. Fucking 250 yards. Like, there's a lot of space out there. Probably closed now, you know? Probably. Probably. <laughs> But uh, so when I'd go up to these houses to knock on the doors and be like, hey, you want a fucking uh, $3,000 vacuum cleaner? They had all these fucking like black widows and shit like growing on the side of their fucking, you know, like where the rain gutters were yeah. and all that. And at the same time, when I'd be just walking across the street or walking on the street, they had these massive grasshoppers, dude, nah. that were like this big, right? They're nice. this big and they would fucking be like, Brr, and you're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, mm-hmm. like the size of a tw- like a Twinkie, dude, flying by you, mm-hmm. right? And this thing, fucking, I go up to this house. I'm about to knock on the door. Thing flutters by me. Fucking goes, boop, hits the f- fucking side of the house, falls into a black widow's nest. Black widow comes out. I didn't even knock on the door. I just sat there and watched, dude. Nice. And that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. I didn't even think a black widow had it in them, dude. dude they are <laughs> pretty gnarly motherfuckers. What is I? What are, like? And like to Peter's rights and all that shit. What am I supposed to do? Like fucking tap in there because you're, like, you're the bigger person. Like no, I'm just like, dude. That Black Widow won dinner for like probably the next three nights, dude. Mm-hmm. For sure, like mm-hmm. dude, fucking on a whim, dude. Like, yeah, man. You know, that's like getting a scratch off lottery ticket for 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you won. Yeah. <laughs> I've never really won on scratch off lottery tickets, dude. Never. I just, uh, I don't know. I always tend to waste my money. Uh, what sorry what scratch off lottery Uh, yeah yeah of course that's the point that's why they're still in business they make more money than they give out obviously so they can pay (laughs) for the fucking 17 billion dollar lotto one my one like true victory in gambling of any sort like that i was at a slot machine i had a dollar like i was 18 at the i had no i had a dollar you know what i mean i put a dollar in and i won 30 dollars it was 30 times what I started with, and that's the best victory I think I could ever probably have. 29. Because <laughs> 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 you spent the dollars still. You know, you ever play penny slots, dude, and they fucking like... No, that's what it was, obviously. It was a penny that's slot? Only, that's dude, the only one I will ever thing- play. <laughs> 
dude, dude. no yeah because <laughs> they have options you know what i mean like it goes up to like 40 and then you get like wild card ones you get ones where like they'll but have rows of shit. wild cards here's the shit about the penny slots right is ah. they'll be they'll be like yo bet like three times on four lines or some shit and you bet like this number right say like 75 cents penny slot, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm betting pennies, but it's like really not. You're betting quarters. Well, you're betting silver change within fair, the pennies, fair. right? These motherfuckers are lying to you, dude. And then it goes ding, 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 like you win, but then you end up, like, if you bet 75 cents, you like win 20 cents back. Like, mm-hmm. like, and it goes all crazy. Like, you fucking, nobody knows what's going on with penny slots, dude. You just try. I don't know, man. There's a many a old lady who frequent the penny slots that would argue. Because they got you many on old that. lady money, though. <laughs> they got many a old lady money, though. They just sitting out there cashing out. They're like, yo, I used to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're saying it like that. I got to cut the cigarettes and I'm going to go win me the big one. Uh, no, it's morning. You got a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. I've got a carton of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking smoking cigarettes. It's it's all right. I like to smoke the terrible fucking black American spirits. Fucking the worst ones of American spirits that you can get. Because like smoke like half of them. Throw them out, dude. Then sometimes I'll smoke the whole one. And I'm like, ooh, shit. Shit. Mm. <laughs> those are fucking gnarly. You don't smoke those. You smoke, what do you smoke? Like menthol pre-packed? Well, it's menthol tobacco and then regular papers. But yeah, I roll my own cigarettes But you don't roll way. them though, right? It's you put them in tobacco. the injector thing. Yeah. I have a machine roll that pushes This tobacco. guy thinks she's a cut. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no man it's just a machine like you have pre-rolled tubes with the filter in them and then it pushes tobacco into it here's the thing though have you ever have you ever taken a cigarette and held it under a black light uh, like a Marlboro or just some cigarette. Yeah, because I think not when like, you're like men- going through the fucking whorehouse and you're like or where or the bar or some shit and you just got one in your ear. Yeah, you actually t- like, dude. I used to have a fucking black light that was four feet tall, just n- some nerd ass shit, right? Yeah. And then I fucking took a cigarette and I held it underneath it, dude, and it sprayed. It's like dipped in shit, and you're like not digging it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, because it is mostly chemicals in those like Marlboro cigarettes, and menthol especially has a lot of shit going on in it under a black light. Yeah, dude, especially menthol. Yeah, for sure, for that minty freshness. Mm-hmm. But if they made cigarettes to where you like you could smoke them, and then like at the end there was like a little breath in it, so you'd be like, bite it, like, just just bite mm-hmm. it on the fucking end, just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That not that what dip is for, though? <laughs> like, that's what chewing no, tobacco dude, is chewing's for. Chewing's worse, though. Whoa. Chewing's worse, dude. Yeah, no, probably. No, because here's the thing. Chewing's Ultimately, different. Everyone... No, chewing's, no, a heart and a lung or a fucking tongue and a lip, you know? Yeah. Right? Like, where's the kicker? I mean, the heart, dude. The, the literal thing that kicks your life into existence <laughs> every day. <laughs> Good point. I'll take that. For sure. The fucking heart. Um, but then you get those people that are like, yeah, I've been smoking cigarettes for 40 years. You're like, what? 
That's, yeah, man. That's possible. I want to smoke cigarettes that long just so I can outdo that guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Corey. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. I am. So, here. who are your favorite uh, comics that you like? <sighs> well, I like a lot. Like favorite I'm comics. Like, no, I'm, I'm not talking over my comics. I'm right. like saying no, big I'm dudes. Saying like even still, like I'm in it because I am a huge fan of it. So, uh, Mitch Hedberg is like number one favorite, probably. Uh, let's go with number two. Um, fuck. I'll just fuck it. I won't chronologically or. I think it's actually kind of a shitty it, question for me to even ask because it's like, fine. It's like just what something I, said, though, I care what I, about. Like right? what I said is like I like all comedians as long as they're not boring and yeah. fake, dude. But I mean, because right, you do have preferences and all. Daniel Tosh, honestly, his like first set, like his Comedy Central special, and then his like first hour were fucking mind blowing to me. That shit was hilarious. He's dope for yeah. sure. No, he's <laughs> dope for sure. Like anybody that you probably say, I'm gonna fucking date. Yeah. Uh, honest, <laughs> I like musical comedy a lot too. That's some of the best to re-listen to. Like, like, uh, like Spinal Tap. No. Uh. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's stand-up performers who also incorporate music. But they're also too. voice actors and all kinds of shit too, isn't it? Like some of those guys, they're like the voices on The Simpsons. Yeah. In Spinal Tap. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, I like uh, Stephen Lynch. Have you ever heard of him? As a he's a performer, music yeah. guitar player, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does funny songs. I like funny songs too. Him, Bo Burnham, and Tim Minchin. Bo Burnham's dope. Yeah, for sure. Tim Minchin played with a full orchestra, and that was amazing to me. <laughs> like the perfect juxtaposition between stand-up and a fucking full-on orchestra was awesome. <laughs> that is cool. Fuck, man. I think that's that's one of those concepts to where you're like, yeah, that's that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. To, to where it's like you see bands like uh, like Pink Floyd, and they're like, yeah, let's record this album and bump. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they just get weird on the fifth or sixth one. Led Zeppelin went to India and made some weird music. Fucking the Beatles took acid, had a new fucking revolution. Why not though? You know? <laughs> Why not though? Like, like art performers, people that like just pe- regular people and shit. Like, um, we're you know obviously not everybody wants to be a performer. I guess you know. But it's also like those people, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, fucking the guys in Pink Floyd or Metallica, aren't they people that other people kind of try to vac- like vicariously live through? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That's why we all go to... Ro- that's why they're larger than life. Like even, even characters that actors portray, mm-hmm. people try to vicariously live through those characters. Yeah. That's, so isn't that kind of like it's a be- it's a beautiful thing because it's like I don't know it's like why not like it allows a lot of fucking growth through like self identity you know it helps mm-hmm. because even though like those the characters they're portraying aren't fucking you know the known people they're out there somewhere in the world I'm sure there's somebody that's like Forrest Gump fucking you know like there's got to be yeah you know. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's what 
the internet has or helped like, us to understand. You know what I mean? We are now more aware that the world is bigger. Like, it still sucks, but we're more aware of it. It doesn't and have to suck, though. It doesn't need to suck. It only uh, sucks if you think it sucks. It might need to suck in order for it to be good. That's what some people say anyway. It's just all possibility, you know? You can't, like, of I course. like to think of it as expanding. Like, everything like, is getting I like, bigger, I like to think of it as, like, uh, Neo, what's that? Neapolitan ice cream, right? Like, it's got the vanilla, the strawberry, and the chocolate in there and shit. And sometimes you just want all of, like, the one flavor, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you get the other flavors in there, and you're like, oh, but it's like, ugh. I don't know. Maybe not. Ne- Neapolitan's hard. <laughs> I don't like that extra. You, I don't know. You said you like you it's get it's strawberry. like no. It's back. I'm not a huge fan it's of back, strawberry. It's back. It's back to like being the bitter with the sweet. You know, mm-hmm. like is there without somebody, the bitter? Is there somebody the sweet every, ain't so there, sweet. Okay, what I'm trying to say is there is there somebody every single time that's going for the Neapolitan ice cream and they're scooping for all three flavors of ice cream at the same time, or is there the one person that's like going for the one specific flavor? Just trying to get the chocolate, just trying to get whatever the fucking just get in the middle, try to get the strawberry out of there. And they're like, fuck, I hate vanilla. I hate vanilla, but I love strawberry, but I'll take it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like the bitter well, yeah, obviously, yeah, there's gonna be those different types of people involved in it. Like having anything in, I think like striving like for perfection is gonna be just ridiculous, you know, because it doesn't exist, dude. Yeah. Except for like, like whatever, whatever, for whatever maybe some people like absolute perfection to where I guess oh my god, this sounds so crazy. Absolute perfection to where like fucking maybe where to where you see it, it's like you're like God or whatever perceives this as absolute perfection, right? Compared to like everybody has their own like ideals of what perfection is. Some people mm-hmm. want to just live out in a fucking shack with 30 acres you know go out there hunt deer fucking got a fresh stream going through there it's cool some people want to be rich and famous forever you know have fucking everybody just at their at their disposal disposal is such the worst fucking word for people at my disposal like fucking (laughs) what dude that's so like the worst way to treat anybody and be like, I, I want to reciprocate love back to me, but people are at my disposal. Mm-hmm. That's so gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want people to love me, but I want to shit on them. Yeah, man. I'm, that's narcissism, right? That's, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's not the way that you're supposed to be. It's, uh, it, life, everything reflects. Uh, cause and effect and energy transfer are the same thing like you present negative shit you are most likely to receive negative shit back but if you stay positive you will still mostly get negativity but it kind of like offsets as you should though but yeah you still strive to do better that's what i like to look at it as we're all you can't strive for perfection you just try and make things better uh as much as you can and it's hard to encapsulate uh, like the whole cultural aspect of it but i like to personalizely reference like 
All I know is who I am. All I can do is try to make myself better. Understand these things that go on and how people end up doing Because that's a real thing. People do end up seeing love like I should receive the love and it doesn't matter what I do to you. You should just love me. And that's something that you have to be aware of and understand that that's not how it's supposed to work. And all you can do is try and influence people around you who have an interest in being better and trying to see the world as you do, to inform them. All you can do is give people information when they're ready to learn it. That's mostly what it is. I'm just trying to and put traffic your... sucks in LA. I'm <laughs> just trying to put your best foot forward, you know? Be the best yeah. person that you can represent yourself as being. You know? And everybody's got fucking falters, you know? Everybody's got cracks. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a joke, Corey. That, but it's true. And that's what it, everyone has cracks, man. Like, it's, uh, and Especially ass cracks. Ah, Bam! Yeah, you like you that go. shit, dude? See, Comedy. Um, fuck, man. You look like you're enamored in your phone conversation. Yeah, dude, I'm such an asshole. That's and cool. It's on camera that I'm just a fucking mindless. I'm most. I've had to look at it a couple times. Like it. Do, it doesn't look like I'm just stroking my dick over here, right? Like it's the phone, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's just like. Uh, it's just like, uh, dude. Corey's out here getting game out in these streets, bro. Gotta be. It gotta be inaccurate. Gotta be. But I gotta be. Tum- t- gotta be tum- t- bah. We fucking. Uh, hey, let's wrap this up, huh? Nah. Fucking. Are you down? No. Or <laughs> oh, you want to drink some more beer? We're at uh, about fifty-three seconds. Yeah, fifty-three. Yeah. Fifty-three seconds. Uh, yeah. Uh. Do you kind of want a cigarette break? Usually, yeah, I is there anything you want to talk about? It's an open conversation. Anything yeah. you want to say, microphone. Oh, yeah, that's right. This thing's here, and people yeah, little, are probably oh, oh, staring oh, no, at no, me. It's like trying to make a fucking, trying to make a living out of talking into a microphone. Like, what? These microphones these days. Come on, how yeah. comfortable are you I'm still to... a ways off from a living from this shit. I'm still trying to figure out if people actually think I'm funny. <laughs> how much of it are they laughing at me? But... Uh, if anyone is interested, I'm on the social media things. That's something that exists. Uh, it's all my name, Corey Hogger, C-O-R-Y-H-A-U-G-E-R. And uh, it's interesting. Your last name is always like, it looks like it says like cot. You know how like cot makes that sound? The A-U? Yeah. Yeah, and then a lot of people are like, fuck that up, huh? Yeah, I, I, I have to, <laughs> to capitalize. Very it first time I saw it, I fucked it up, and probably well, a couple times after that yeah, as well. It's fine. Uh, I got it. I got it. I learned. I learned to incorporate it in the minutes. You know what I mean? But they started with like hanger. Like people were misreading my U for an N and like going with hanger, and well, that's because they're dumb. Great in connotation, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But I appreciate this talk. If anyone's still listening to this, thank you. Nobody's listening to it yet, bro. I record these, and then I post them, and then people listen to them later. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's always good to spread goodwill. Like, 
and can't not break the fourth wall in it, I guess. I like that a lot. Deadpool is my favorite comic book character. I'll just throw that in there. I like Deadpool. (laughs) Deadpool's dope. I don't know. Fuck, man. My favorite fucking character used to be Batman until fucking Ben Affleck got caught, like, cast as Batman, and I was like, dude, DC is fucked. Yeah. As soon as he got cast as Batman, I was like, mm, done. Everything's mm-hmm. fucking done, dude. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck sucks ass, dude. I don't know. He was no. Like, he's the thing. He just he's not a Batman. He's not a Batman. Here's he's, the thing. He's a good Bruce Wayne. Like mm, I dug, I dug no. that Bruce Wayne a bit. No, dude. But yeah, I I don't know. I like he he was a good Justice League Batman. Oh, because he would throw the. For some reason, Superman's all moody, brooding. I think, so I think it also Batman's has to do with all the, the like all those relief. writers as well. You yeah, know? yeah, it has to do with a lot of that shit, dude. A lot of them just suck, dude. They should have let fucking. Oh man, it's like how many times are you gonna redo Spider Man though, too? You know, like yeah. I thought the Andrew Garfield Spider Man was cool. The very first fucking Tobey Maguire Spider Man was pretty cool. Right? The second Tobey Maguire one. And then they tried to bring Venom into it, and Venom was just like, what in the fuck is this shit? I still dude? haven't seen Venom. In- oh, you mean the Spider Man 3 Venom? Yeah, the Spider Man 3 <laughs> the, Venom. Yeah, uh, Topher Grace. That's yeah. just no good, dude. Uh, it was, yeah, the emo the- Spider Man and then Topher Grace's Venom. It wasn't great. What? <laughs> yeah. What? And also, he's Sandman. not even the same size as Venom. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, Venom's supposed to be a fucking monster, dude. Yeah. Like, Brock Lesnar could have been... The actual Brock Lesnar could have been Venom in fucking... <laughs> yeah, Eddie Brock. <laughs> fucking Spider-Man. Eddie Brock. Tom Hardy did all right. I'm... Corey, thank you very much for fucking joining me <laughs> oh, for this. Thank you Let's for having me. close this motherfucker again. down. Appreciate Cheers, you. Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. It's been fun, dude. It has been fun. I appreciate this. Yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate it as well, dude. Thank it's you. raining outside. We're doing our fucking yeah, thing, man. bro. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good fucking uh, night or day.